Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Man, do I have some great news for you. Bet online. It remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season from UFC, MMA, Pro and College Hoops, NHL, and the upcoming baseball season. It's latest odds time. It's team matchup info time, player news time, and game trends time at Bet Online. In fact, it's truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. And all you have to do is head on over to the website today at betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. Or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Come get it. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Think back to the big game earlier this month, Chiefs and Eagles, and it's a great time to also think back on all the storylines in this past NFL season. Tightly contested playoff races went to the last game of the season, and record-breaking performances made each week must-see TV. The championship game has its own storylines built on a season of excitement and drama. The most intriguing storylines in every NFL season go beyond the box scores and stat lines from rookies breaking through to veterans like Tom Brady going for one more title as we focus our discussions as much on personalities as playbooks, and today's sports journalists tell compelling stories about the people under the headsets and helmets. St. Bonaventure University's online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism trains students to tell stories in an increasingly digital environment. Aspiring NFL reporters and broadcasters learn how to podcast, tell stories on social media, and identify future opportunities for audience growth. These lessons can be completed around your schedule thanks to a 100% online format. SBU, in fact, is the official education partner of the Buffalo Bills and has an extensive alumni network, including yours truly. U.S. News & World Report further confirms their academic excellence by placing SBU 20th in its ranking of regional universities in the North region. Learn more about how St. Bonaventure can open doors to sports reporting careers at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Burn Dairy. Make sure you stop by, gas up your vehicle at Burn Dairy. Grab those delicious donuts, the chocolate milk, and coffee on your way into work as well. Burn Dairy, it's all good. Participating locations in central New York. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Camillus Golf Club, Welch & Company Jewelers, our good buddies at the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, and Bowers & Company CPAs. What is next for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That's my question because Tom Brady has called it quits, at least for now. I mean, he's probably going to try to come out of retirement again, right? And he didn't use the word retire with Colin Coward. He just he kind of he walked in circles with, uh, with, with Colin. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I, I got to believe it. You know, I got to see it to believe it. Like, I, I, we got to get around to, like, July, August for this guy to not play September, to not play. I'm like, okay, all right, maybe I'm kind of leaning towards it here. Um, but this roster, obviously, without Tom Brady, um, you know, he willed them to the postseason. They had a, you know, under 500 record, but they still, you know, made the playoffs. It's just how it works. You know, sometimes in the NFL, sports are cyclical. Sometimes you make it in with the way the rules are and all the rest, but they just couldn't make any noise in the postseason. This team just wasn't good enough. The offensive line was bad. They were battered all year as well. Um, and so I think that's where you have to start. You have to start right at the quarterback position. Who is the quarterback? Is it Blaine Gabbert? Is it Kyle Trask? Is it somebody else? Do you try to go get Aaron Rodgers? Um, 
you know, do you get Derek Carr? I mean, is that something that interests the Buccaneers, right, and the Glazer family? I, I, I don't know what, you know, what kind of attack mode they're going to use there. Um, you know, but it, it, it's going to be a fascinating offseason for Tampa Bay. And, you know, uh, when you look at it, $225 million or so is your hard cap for the league. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, they have, uh, let's see how much they have committed here. They have, they're in cap hell, um, basically, right? I mean, that's what this looks like to me, I think. Um, it looks like they have $2 million in rollover, but it looks like they're adjusted. Well, yeah, oh my goodness, almost $285 million, oh, just over $284 million. So, wow. I mean, they've got some things to work on here. Um, you know, obviously, Brady coming off you know, will save them. Um, and, and I think that another thing, too, is, you know, they need to figure out defensive players, wide receivers. You know, Mike Evans getting paid a lot. Chris Godwin getting paid a lot. You know, north of $23 million, Shaquille Barrett, et cetera. You've got Carlton Davis, Donovan Smith, all these guys, Vita Vea, making tons and tons of money. They have defensive players who are really good, who are worth it as well. Uh, you know, the Devin Whites and Levante Davids and company. Um, I thought Tampa really was uh, hit and miss on defense where in the past they've saved Tampa Bay. Um, they were really not as good on third down. They were not as good at stopping the run. They also couldn't run the ball. So do you maybe move on from Leonard Fournette? I mean, that's a very good possibility that you could move on from him. Um, but this roster right now just doesn't look that great. I mean, that's kind of where we're at. It, it, this is kind of the bottom line. Um, and I think... You know, when you're looking at Tampa Bay, um, you know, you got a lot of just regular guys, man. Julio Jones and, um, you know, who's aged, you know, 33 now. I mean, what do you do with these guys? You know, I think Tampa Bay, now that Brady has retired, at least we think, I think that Tampa Bay should kind of go into a little mini rebuild. Maybe you go out and draft a quarterback. Maybe you get a veteran in Derek Carr. You cut a bunch of guys. You got to have a great draft upcoming. You keep some cornerstone players on the roster, you know, like Avita Vea, Levante David, Devin White, those type of players. You keep the cornerstone guys. You got to figure out the receiver position. I mean, for what Mike Evans and Chris Godwin gave you last year, uh, you know, are they worth north of $23 million? Maybe Mike Evans is. But now he doesn't have Tom Brady to throw him the football. So will his numbers dip? I mean, this is the game that GMs play in the National Football League. It's incredibly difficult to deal with. Um, but their estimated cap space, man, they're minus 55 million right now. They have got to figure out who to cut and, and how many people to cut to get underneath that cap money. And, and they've got to, honestly, they've got to have a great draft upcoming. This is a pivotal transition year for the, for the uh, Buccaneers. Um, and I just don't think that this team right now from a roster standpoint looks the part and they need a lot of work and we're going to get into more Tampa Bay Buccaneer football coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Welching Company Jewelers, Stanley Law Offices and Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare man my guy Cooper went there today you got to get on over there if you're uh, in and around central New York in Cicero Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare they've got the full play area in the back they've got the wash center you can uh, get your pup wash there as well and oh by the way B&R Bunkhouse Adoptables, they work with them as well. So when you go there to Barks and Rec, please donate to the, the box there in the front. 
put some cash in the bin. It helps the pups, of course. You can donate treats and clo uh, you know, towels and clothing and whatever the case may be with BNR Bunkhouse Adoptables at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. More on the Bucks coming up next on the platter. ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And I do want to point out, Stanley Law Offices works in conjunction with Music for the Mission in Central New York. Make sure you stop by uh, the Facebook page and, of course, um, you know Instagram and all the social channels with Music for the Mission. I donated today, and uh, you know every bit helps. There's no doubt about it. And uh, you know, for example, I donated ten dollars today, thirty meals for the homeless. So. Make sure you stop by, um, lend a hand to Music for the Mission in upstate New York. It's a great cause, and uh, you can join them right now. Uh, the We Are One Christmas is here. is still available online as well. Go to musicforthemission.org, musicforthemission.org. And, of course, Joe Stanley of Stanley Law and Angela Moon and of Blue Eye Marketing co-founded the organization in 2009 with a singular mission of helping the homeless and hungry population living in central New York. Over the years, Joe Stanley has been joined by many in his humble endeavors and shaped this organization to what it is today. And hey, if you're a musician who wants to get involved, contact them for that as well. Donate, donate, donate. Three meals for a dollar. Three meals for a dollar. Think about that for a minute. Um, it is just a, a, a just an amazing, amazing deal uh, that, that they get, they have going on, man. The, the, the homeless and the hungry uh, population living in CNY, uh, they're struggling. And think about just giving five bucks. That's 15 meals right there. Um, but one single dollar can feed a homeless person for a day, all three meals. So get involved, musicforthemission.org. Again, serving Central New York's homeless and hungry today with Music for the Mission. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Here, here's basically, in essence, in the last few minutes I have left on the pod, here's what I would do. Okay, you got to find $55 million in money. I know you're going to find it unless you just start slashing people, okay? And keep in mind that a lot of this Bucks roster has already won a Super Bowl. Like, you have already played with house money. Tom Brady came to you. Tom Brady went to and won a Super Bowl with you. You went back to the playoffs this year, won the division. I mean, Tom Brady unretired, came back out of retirement, and here we are. And so a lot of this core, they are, you know, let's be honest, they, they've already, you know, kind of won with you. So having said all that, playing with house money, you know, this year with Brady coming out of retirement and winning the division and, you know, just being really on the big-time map, uh, you know, in the NFL, and a team that everybody kind of gravitated to when Tom Brady went to Tampa in the beginning. Really, I mean, this core has accomplished a lot for you. If you're an ownership group, if you're the head coach of this football team, you, you know, if you're coordinators, whatever, the you've got to look at it and go, all right, you know what? It's okay to kind of reshape this because we are in cap hell. Because they gave so many huge contracts out, and it's okay. They got a Super Bowl. They, they, they won a Super Bowl, man. I mean, if you're a Buccaneers fan, they used to be the laughing stock of the NFL. And then the last 20-some-odd years, they've won two Super Bowls, you know, doing it kind of different ways. I mean, they built it around defense there about 20-plus 20 20 years ago, right? Remember when they smoked the Raiders in the John Gruden Bowl, of course? And, you know, they had Brad Johnson at quarterback. But good grief, that defense was out of control good with Warren Sapp and John Lynch and... Derek Brooks and company. Then you fast forward to 2023, 20, uh, and well, I, I should say 2020, 2021. Well, when Tom Brady got there a few years ago up until now, um, you know, 
you know, doing it and building it around him, getting people to come, free agents, et cetera, Gronkowski. Um, you know, everything was built around Tom Brady. He was literally being the GM of this team, and they went to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. Okay, so all of these contracts that they, you know, handed out and all the rest, and, and anything that they took a chance on and everything else, it, it, it's okay to, like, kind of rebuild and say, all right, all right, we're good. Let's do a little mini rebuild. Let's kind of find some pieces and all the rest, have a really, really great draft, try to go get more draft picks, get more people on rookie contracts, and try to find lightning in a bottle with a quarterback. Because I don't think Kyle Trask right now or Blaine Gabbert's the guy. Uh, maybe you, you, you make some trades, have people pick up some money, get some more draft capital, and maybe trade way up and get one of these guys coming out in the draft, whether it's Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, et cetera, on and on it goes. There's a lot of good ones. Um, you know, obviously, Caleb Williams, <laughs> after this year, uh, he's going to be sought after big time. Maybe Tampa Bay, you wait for that. You sign Derek Carter with a one-year deal. Uh, you kind of play it out. You see if you can kind of get maybe in that top 10, 15 picks, move up and uh, and go go for number one and, and, and get Williams. So um, I would just start slashing. I mean, that's really what I would do. I would hang on to Mike Evans, but I'd cut Chris Godwin. I would cut Leonard Fournette. Um, you know, I would, I would cut some of these guys, no question about it. When you look at the, the, the roster and how much money you could save, um, I, I would think heavily about cutting, uh, Carlton Davis. Um, I mean, 18 million plus is ridiculous. Vita Vea, he's making North of 15, but boy, he's just such a difference maker. You got to give Ryan Jensen a, a, a chance. He's your, he's your main center. Um, I would cut Shaq Mason. I would cut, I mentioned Fournette. I would cut probably Cameron Brait. I mean, he's making almost 5 million. What does he really deliver for you? Uh, and then I would kind of piecemeal things here and there and, and and see what you can do. You know, go draft people, get a quarterback, maybe, uh, like I said, in the draft or elsewhere, a, a veteran player, maybe both. Uh, and and you've got Mike Evans, so maybe he can make the quarterback better, um, you know, in that regard. But this team is in is in deep trouble from a cap standpoint. I do not expect this team to make the playoffs next year. Uh, they gotta uh, they gotta really wiggle and move and and shake uh, you know heaven and earth here to get um, you know to get uh, uh, in a good spot where they're going to be able to compete. Um, you know, you still have Antoine Winfield Jr. at a pretty good price. Um, you know, they've got other players, some role guys uh, at, at the right price right now. But I would take. I mean, here's the thing. My quick math: if you cut Chris Godwin, if you cut Donovan Smith, excuse me, I wouldn't cut Donovan Donovan Smith, even though he's making almost eighteen million dollars because he's a left tackle, and I wouldn't cut. I, he's kind of a cornerstone guy. You got to keep. I'd cut Shaquille Barrett, maybe. Cut Godwin, cut Barrett. You know, that's $44 million right there. Cut Leonard Fournette, that's another $53 million, 50, eight, eight, eight and change, 52, 52, 53 million. Uh, and then fine, maybe cut Cameron Bright, like I mentioned, that's almost $5 million. Now you're almost into 58 to $60 million, which you've got to clear $55 million as it is. Uh, and then you probably want some more room to spare. Uh, you've got two million. Uh, you got two point seven in rollover money, which is nothing when you're fifty five under. Um, so that's what I would do. I would slash. I would draft. I would get new people in rookie contracts. Maybe platoon the quarterback situation with a veteran like a Derek Carr or someone else. Go draft a quarterback if you can. Uh, keep kind of trying to throw the darts until you hit the bullseye with a quarterback, and. Go from there, you know, and, and keep a couple cornerstone players. Um, you know, you keep Mike Evans, you keep Vita Vea, you keep Ryan Jensen. I know he was hurt this past year. That hurt Brady as well. Uh, probably want to keep Devin White. You probably want to keep Levante David, right? You keep those type of guys. Uh, you keep, you know, your offensive line sort of intact to a degree. 
Um, if you do go out in the market and, you know, let's say, for example, the Buffalo Bills don't want to bring back Roger Saffold. He had a horrible year this year, but maybe there is a renaissance in that guy. Maybe you take a shot, a low-budget guy like a Roger Saffold. He's a guard. That's just one of many examples in the NFL. And because I follow the Bills closer than any other team in football, I just, he came to mind. Think about it. If you bring him in for like three, four million dollars and see if he can kind of rediscover his game, maybe you do cut a Shaq Mason who's making, you know, nine point five million dollars. Maybe you do that, you know, those kind of moves. Russell Gage making twelve million north of, of that, I would cut him too. So all those players I mentioned and the couple that I just added to it, you're talking about seventy five, eighty, ninety million dollars freed up on your cap, which then can go to rookie contracts. It can go to maybe a one-year deal for a Derek Carr. It can go to a couple other free agents. And you kind of build around this thing a little bit here with your core players and move on from there. But they've got to figure out the quarterback position, the premier position in all of sports. And then, you know, you got to whittle down, uh, you know, the roster and see, you know, what other moves you can make. And it's going to be a fascinating, fascinating, um, you know, 2023 offseason uh, for a 2022 offseason for, um, you know, the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and, and I got to say, I mean, you know, it's still if you're if you're a Buccaneers fan and you're heading into this year going, hey, we 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 gotta you know we gotta do a little rebuild. Again, that's okay. That is okay. Okay, you won a Super Bowl. Okay, once you win a championship, they can't take it away from you. All the moves that you made to win that Super Bowl, they were all worth it no matter what because you won a championship. That's the bottom line. You put that trophy in the case and you just figure it out and just completely and utterly, you know, uh, you know, you, you take your chances to try to win a championship and you put that trophy in the trophy case. You can have 500 seasons coming up. You can have rebuild seasons coming up. You can have losing seasons coming up. They're never taking that trophy away. So the Buccaneers, a lot of challenges ahead, but they have a smart front office. We'll see what happens uh, without Tom Brady on the team anymore. And congratulations to Tom Brady as well. What a freaking career that guy had, man. Um, you know, two-plus decades. He haunted a lot of Bills fans like myself, and he just kicked people's ass, asses forever in this league. Um, he's he, he's the, the most accomplished winner in this league. Love him or hate him, the guy was spectacular. Um, he went to a new team, played three years, won a Super Bowl, went back to the playoffs, won another division. And, you know, no big deal on the resume, right? I mean, played in 10 Super Bowls, won seven, five-time Super Bowl MVPs, won three most valuable player awards uh, in the regular season, two Offensive Player of the Year awards, Comeback Player of the Year award. Um, you know, he's set so many different records at this particular point. Many of them are probably blown out of the water. Most career quarterback wins, most career passing attempts, most career passing completions, most career passing touchdowns, most career passing yards, longest touchdown pass tied at 99 yards, most pass attempts in a season, uh, most pass completions in a season. Ridiculous. Just absolutely positively ridiculous. He threw for 89,214 yards. Would have kind of been cool, though, to see him surpass 90, but... You know, he's hanging it up, and that's that. Two-time Sportsman of the Year, 100th Anniversary, all-time team, all-decades team of the 2000s and 2010s, you know, the 50th Anniversary team. And I got to tell you, in three years, he accomplished so much in Tampa. I think they should retire his number in Buccaneers history. I think, honest to God, I mean, he went there, brought a Super Bowl title, you know, uh, brought in players, free agents, etc. Uh, he was basically playing the GM, and they made it to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. And, oh, by the way, 
This is the sixth round pick out of Michigan, the 199th pick in the NFL draft, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. And I say arguably, and I know a lot of people might be getting mad at me for that, but I, I just can't get past Spygate. And people are like, oh, well, it was Belichick and it was Ernie Adams. And it was, are you kidding me? Do you think Tom Brady really didn't know about Spygate and that they were taping people as well um, on, uh, you know, in, in, in other areas, you know? Taping pre-Super Bowl, taping, taping, you know, practices, you know, illegally doing so many different things, and then the league somehow just kind of burned those tapes or broke them or whatever the hell the case was. Do you, I mean, how could Tom Brady not have known? And how about the headsets? The headsets that New England used, they rewired them. Go read the book. It's called Spygate by Brian O'Leary. It's the most underrated sports book I've ever read. It's incredible. It's great. It's greatly detailed. And look, in the NFL, if you don't know this, I'll tell you. If you do, bear with me. But in the NFL, once the headset hits 15 seconds on the play clock, right, you have, or the shot, whatever they call it, shot clock, um, that shot clock's basketball, but the, uh, you know, the, the, the clock to count down to zero before you get a delay a game is what I'm talking about. Once it hits 15, once it hits 15, you can no longer talk to your coordinators or your coach. That's why... Audibling at the line is so important. That's why changing the plays and being, you know, on top of it as a quarterback and running your offense is so crucial. You know, that's why Mahomes is so good. Peyton Manning was so good. Tom Brady, without that advantage, was pretty good. Uh, Johnny Unitas, Bart Starr, Troy Aikman, Staubach, Steve Young, Joe Montana, you know, uh, John Elway. I can go on and on. Dan Marino, Dan Fouts, Jim Kelly, all those guys, right? Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger. So they rewired the headset so that you could talk until the final second. Well, Tom Brady had a headset on. <laughs> so how does he not know about Spygate and how does he not know about the rewired helmets? I mean, come on. But, um, you know, I still think that the Patriots would have kicked a lot of people's asses even without those things. He's the greatest winner in the history of the league. Um, he's on the Mount Rushmore probably uh, in NFL history. Um, he might just be on the Mount Rushmore in my lifetime as well. I, I, I don't know. I, I probably got Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, who I would definitely throw on there. And then I think, you know, it'd be between, you got to kind of look between like the Brady's and the Serena Williamses and, um, you know, Michael Phelps, you know, those kind of guys. Um, but just a remarkable career, remarkable. So congratulations to him. Hopefully he has a great retirement. Hopefully he can spend some time with his family and, uh, you know, he, he will be, you love him or hate him, he will be missed because he is Tom Brady. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's the ML Sports Platter brought to you by our terrific friends at the Al and Angus Pub before and after all the big events in central New York. Stop by the Al and Angus Pub for the best darn Angus burger in town. AlandAngusPub.com. That's AlandAngusPub.com. And a huge thank you to our friends of the platter the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Abert, and the Alonzo family, Irvin, Janice, and Tino, and, of course, Jam and Beats, Bowers and Company CPAs, Camillus Golf Club, and Liverpool Physical Therapy. Amazing job by Pete and his team there. Visit liverpoolphysicaltherapy.com. Experience the difference at Liverpool Physical Therapy. They have got it all, man. Your post-op, uh, if you just need some work done in general, they are exceeding expectations one patient at a time at Liverpool Physical Therapy. They're providing the highest quality service in a comfortable and caring atmosphere to help our pa their patients achieve their physical therapy goals. Post-op, regular sores, 
here and there, you know, pain and aches and all the rest. At Liverpool Physical Therapy, you're going to get a one-on-one -on -one care from a skilled, experienced therapist. It's all there. Visit them online before your visit, liverpoolphysicaltherapy.com. That's liverpoolphysicaltherapy.com. Thanks again for listening to the ML Sports Platter on Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, anywhere you get your podcasts on your smartphone device. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.